Robert Stack. We lost Joe. Leonard Nimoy. He said Robert Stack. Oh, and no. Now it's done. Frank Why Welker. Why does this keep happening? Orson Welles. Robert Stack's ghost came and took him away. It's an unsolved mystery. <laughs> <laughs> No one's gonna fawn over their childhood favorite movie anymore. Let's let's move on to things that maybe weren't so great about Space Jam. Okay. How about a quick segue of uh, just a question of certain how things work in this movie? So the Monstars they steal the talent of NBA players. Sure did. And said talent made them super tall. Yeah. Are they saying that the talent is in them being tall? And if that's the case, why didn't the basketball players in real life shrink? Magic. I feel like they needed some way to pr- to show that the diminutive groundlings, whatever they are before they become the monsters, have power. So, you know, tripling in size and stature, maybe? I don't know. It is, it is something that has bothered me. Uh, it also, like... You know, basketball players, like Joe was saying, pretty aggressive on the court. So it seemed like these uh, monsters became super aggressive. And what's actually kind of fun, I just realized right now, is that the uh, basketball players themselves, not aggressive whatsoever once their talent's gone. Can't even <laughs> walk around because apparently their talent's also in how they walk. It's all they got, man. It's all they got. We're drinking water. Like, apparently all they have is basketball talent. I mean, the movie could have doubled down even harder on that and, like, shown Charles Barkley's family leaving him or friends deciding they don't want to hang out anymore. This is a kid's movie, Joe. A kid's movie. Patrick Ewing gets served papers for divorce. Oh, God. Good Lord. I mean, Barkley got trashed at a... At a- freaking kids basketball game i mean that's that's pretty sad mugsy bows gets deported <laughs> he gets deported <laughs> one of them's in uh therapy yeah sitting there and like the therapist like do you ever feel like you can't perform or something like that is there anything else you don't feel like you can yeah yeah the guy's like what no so clearly it's just basketball they're having problems with <laughs> but <laughs> It's interesting that they put that in a kid's movie. There's a lot of adult things in kid's movies. What? It's not surprising. Oh, yeah, no. In, in Looney Tunes, even, yeah, going all the way back, always something adult-like in those. <sighs> wow. No, no one's... <laughs> That's about it? What, what, what is there to hate about this movie? Um, I'm not going to say hate, <laughs> but it, uh, I'll... Just bring it up uh, again because it's like they only have one young female character for the Looney Tunes side. And that one young female character is the token sexy female character. It's like, uh... yeah. Is it the Bechtel test that it fails? It definitely fails the Bechtel test. (laughs) Well, I mean, if they would have kept it with just uh, Nanny, I can't remember what her name is. Granny, then that would have passed because Granny doesn't talk about 
boys or anything. Unless you're talking about Sylvester, but that's a cat. Is Tweety female? I was I was gonna say Tweety. I'm, I believe I'm, Tweety is. I'm googling Tweety right now to try to figure it out. Rule thirty four. Be careful. Yeah, be careful with that, man. Good lord. Oh, okay. Despite the perceptions that many people hold, owing to long eyelashes and high-pitched voice, Tweety is male. Oh, okay. Although his ambiguity was played with. Yeah, I always thought Tweety was male. Yeah. yeah, it's literally just Granny and Lola, and... That's it. And I guess MJ's wife. Well, but she's she's not a uh, a Looney Tune. I'm kind of keeping it to the cartoon characters. So I you, they give you the idea that maybe some of those small uh, aliens could be female, but it's never identified. It's never talked about. So to me, they're all genderless. So they don't count. But you know, they genderized one character to become sex, sex symbol. Yep. And you know, don't call me babe. Doll. Which is alright. That that doll. part's fine. Don't call me doll, and she has no, excellent basketball playing skills. Yeah. So, I mean, for the one bad part of, oh, she's female, so we need to sexualize this character, they do have two other elements of her being a strong personality and not taking crap from the male characters and being skilled at something that is seen as not being a skill for females. So, eh. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I I think the movie is fine. the The music fits. It's not great. <laughs> I'm not into jock jams, but Boo. it fits the movie. <laughs> I occasionally um, get the uh, urge to go back and listen to jock jam style music. It's always a mistake, but I get the urge. <laughs> uh, I can see how slam jam could get stuck in your head. Yeah, because that's quite a chorus. You got to slam into the jam. Oh, yes. <laughs> All the verses are very forgettable, but that chorus is repeatable and remember memorable by the DJ City Rollers or whoever that was. I, I will say, in, in that vein, I did listen to the lyrics this time around, and I, I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically when it got to the, come on, it's time, uh, uh, where the hell is it? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Hey ladies, yeah, y'all ready to stop? No, y'all want to know why? Why? It's it, it, what is that? Because <laughs> it's a slam jam, fellas. This is your standard <laughs> Just... call and response uh, thing. Uh, you present in the early '90s music, which was just awful. I know, but but it, but the but the structure doesn't make sense. He's asking them a question to which they respond no, and then he's asking them if they know why they don't want to stop. It's like what the hell? Why don't you want to stop? I don't know. I just want to keep going, I guess. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's when the person on the mic goes, oh, all right, all right, see you later. And then the music just slowly just turn, stops. Yeah, I'm just going to fade this out Let's quick. see. We got another 30 seconds left in the song. I'm going to need at least five minutes to tell you why I do not want to stop. Let me begin my essay. <laughs> We're going to need a remix for this. Ladies and gentlemen. I mean, all the rest, I'm, I'm looking at this, and all, all the rest of the choruses and all the rest of the... Uh, the structure's fine. It, it talks about, you know, basketball terms and everything else. I mean, I'll even, I'll even, uh, I'll forgive the sin of them saying hoop, there it is, over and over again. Uh. <laughs> but it's just, it's just that one. I don't know why. It's just, it's just the structure of the question and answers that bothers me for some reason. I'm asking you a question. What's your answer? No. Okay. Well, can I ask you why you said no? No response. Oh, why why did we say no? Oh, I'll tell you why you said no. 
because it's a slam jam. It just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> you don't ask somebody a question. Yeah, it drives me crazy. And I thought it was going to be Tag Team were tasked with making that song because it sounded just like their style. Like with the hoop, there it is. And then I looked it up and it said Quad City DJs. And I was like, ah, okay. So I decided to see, uh, since we're on the music, to see if uh, having R. Kelly in this movie would be yeah. uh, problematic for the per- for this pur- purpose of time. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's an issue. It's interesting kicking the movie off with an R. Kelly gem. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. a different feel. And apparently he was in like some lawsuits prior to that, 94 and 96. I didn't realize that right now he's in a uh, trial for sex trafficking and racketeering. Yeah. Is this a surprise? No. However, it's really unfortunate that they had to attach that person to this movie. I mean, I don't think it had really like set in that R. Kelly was a terrible person. And you were working with Air Jordan, so, like, I Believe I Could Fly is a fitting song. Yes. Unfortunate? Yes. Very unfortunate, because, it. yeah, I agree. It is It is terribly unfortunate. But it's hard to find a another explanation for why they picked that song. Well, according to what I'm seeing, in 1994, R. Kelly, I'll say, came to the scene. In 1994, he married Aaliyah... And then in 1997, uh, she filed suit to have all records of the marriage expunged. She was 15. That's not great. He was 27. She was 15. Yeah. Uh, falsely listed her age as 18. Yep. <sighs> wow. So he was a piece of <laughs> all the way from the beginning. I mean, I know next to nothing about this guy. So. Yeah. If you ever decide to do a deep dive, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> it just keeps going in that direction. <laughs> I know some stuff. A lot of taking girls in, promising to uh, help with their career, and then making them sever ties with family and friends, things like that. Just like... The things that everyone know are the elements of... Grooming, yeah. Ugh. Yup. The fact that that was, like, known back in 97 that they falsified a marriage certificate, and he's not in... You know, does he have any charges against him labeling him like a a sexual predator or anything at this point in time? He kept weaseling his way out, and then there was one point where he actually did get arrested, and then they released him. And then I I believe he finally did, and now he is actually going to trial for some things. Um, It's been a little while since I dived down this rabbit hole, but... I mean, again, it just kind of shows that if you have enough money, you can skirt outside the law. He should have just stayed trapped in the closet. (laughs) Here here you go. Since the 1990s, he's been accused of sexual abuse, misconduct, often with underage girls. All charges denied. In 2002, he was indicted on 13 counts of child pornography, but was acquitted on all charges in 2008. In January 2019, a widely viewed Lifetime docuseries titled Surviving R. Kelly detailed the allegations of sexual abuse by multiple women. Allegations he denied. Facing pressure from the public and, and using the mute R. Kelly hashtag, RCA Records finally dropped R. Kelly in 2019. On February 22, 2019, Kelly was indicted on 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. On July 11, 2019, Kelly was arrested on federal charges alleg- alleging sex crimes, human trafficking, child pornography, racketeering, and obstruction of justice. He faces a total of 22 federal accounts including child pornography, kidnapping, forced labor, as of January 29th, 2021. 
he is currently incarcerated, so he finally is in jail in some capacity. So ultimately, the only problem I have with this movie is that this person is attached. <laughs> is attached, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that yeah. and Wayne Knight not being a very good promoter and for some reason him being put on it. Also, did you notice that uh, MJ lived in a very... Museumist house? I would say very, like, in the neighborhood, no, nothing to keep him away from fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. you just walk up and knock on his door kind of thing. No, definitely, definitely. Normal. Like, still upper class normal, but still, like... It was a very normal house. Not exactly what you'd expect for MJ. So as I was watching it as a kid, I was like, oh, maybe MJ does live in like a normal house. But no. no. This was pre no. this was pre Michael Jordan becoming a massive asshole that everybody knows him to be now. Like he is just a complete and utter piece of shit from what I've heard from all reports. People who have either had dinner with him, people who have waited on him as like a restaurant, uh, like a, a worker capacity. Even other celebrities, other basketball players, he pretty much is like the most smug human being that you'll ever meet in your life if you ever run into him. Huh. It's it was really heartbreaking to hear that, but it's really, really honestly, yeah. Did they detail that in the recent uh, documentary that they released about him on Netflix? I didn't watch it. No, I don't. I don't recall that. It's just it's just like echoes of people constantly bringing stuff up for the last like decade or decade and a half on the internet and just anybody in general who's had any kind of experience with michael jordan pretty much agrees on the same things Hmm. i don't know when that changed but he eventually just got to this point where he just became this massive asshole about his ego with the invention of the internet where people can make up whatever they want don't believe what you read unless it's everyone i don't know oh wait it is everyone okay i've never met the man so i have no opinion on his personality in one one instance rapper chameleonaire had the opportunity to meet michael jordan who was his hero he asked mj for a picture with him and michael jordan brushed him off but then also cursed him out and said you know what I tell you what, if you pay me $15,000 right now for a jersey from me, I'll take a picture with you. Jeez. So that's one instance. <laughs> uh, he's kicked out of a country club because they asked him to change his wardrobe to be in line with the country club's uh, guidelines, and he said no, so they kicked him off. Uh, he's banned from playing golf in that that place. Uh, he punched Steve Kerr in the face. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he had a Hall of Fame speech in which he pretty much just talked about how he carried himself to the point where he was inducted. I thought it was his dad. Uh, yeah, in this movie, it made you think that, right? <laughs> right? You'd think. I was waiting for, because he made the agreement, like, you can keep shooting until you miss, and then, like, days would go by of them just standing <laughs> in the yard of him shooting buckets, and, like, they, they're they slowly getting more and more ill from not eating or drinking water. And he just stops everything with just, like, a goddamn son, just put the ball down, <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> Stabs the basketball with a knife. We're done! That would be amazing. <laughs> a completely different movie, but I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan, you saw this the reboot. How does that fare against the classic Space Jam? Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have happened. Should not, they should have left well enough alone. It felt like they took the entire premise of Space Jam and ported it over to New Legacy and put a shiny little veneer over the top of it to be like, oh, this is a totally different movie. Yeah. But it's not, and it's not nearly as good. There's some funny parts in New Legacy that I definitely laugh. Like Big Chungus? About, like... Not Big Chungus? <laughs> wow. 
I, I think the biggest detractor I heard from just the like one or two reviews that I read so far is that it doesn't really feel like the characters have screen time because it's what Bugs Bunny basically with Charles Barkley like taking all the Looney Tunes back to where they should be or something like that. It's so, like one by one they're going to like a sight gag and plopping a character back in essentially. LeBron James, but yes. Or, sorry, yeah, LeBron James. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I heard. So it's like they never really get a chance to become part of the cast or have their time to shine because it's just kind of like akin to like flying through a YouTube's greatest hits and putting each YouTuber back in their spot and having them say their saying and moving on. <laughs> like, Pretty much. I, I don't know. I heard there's no real chemistry between the two either, like Bugs Bunny and uh, uh, James, so... It doesn't help that I'm not a fan of, of James, so, like... Yeah, and neither is the director, James Pitka, or... Is, is that his name? Yeah. James or Mike Pitka? James, or... or the, the director really... He, he lambasted New Legacy. Yeah. He was very unhappy that they... Oh, Joe Pitka. Joe Pitka. He was very, very unhappy that they even remotely made a sequel, let alone the fact that they thought that they could do anything that wasn't already said, because in his mind, Michael Jordan was the top of the top. It was lightning in a bottle, and he actually went on to quote that uh, LeBron James is no Michael Jordan, so... Ooh, yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, there weren't a lot of big, big-name basketball stars when Jordan was around. For basketball, what? Not like not at Jordan's caliber. Yeah, because no one of being was. a basketball player and an actor and like like that was his. That was that's what made OG Space Jam so good. That being said, had they picked another basketball player to take Jordan's position in the new movie, there there isn't a there isn't a basketball star today other than James. The Greek and freak. Oh, he's yes, too new yes they actually is too new they actually no no in trivia for the new movie they actually did offer him the leading role and he turned it down wow would have been kind of cool to yeah would have been kind of cool to see uh milwaukee bucks representation but no he he turned it down apparently good for him milwaukee bucks star giannis was offered to star in the film but he declined huh huh yeah well, it doesn't necessarily mean he was going to be the uh, main person. Like maybe they were originally having an idea of the uh, stolen talent idea again. Well, because they they use that same idea in New Legacy. They steal stats uh, from players, not actual players, but they use the gotcha system and pull cards from the EA servers to enhance their players' stats. Ooh. Gotcha. Of course, they, all they ever get is mustaches. Yes. Um, a unibrow. <laughs> I hate this gotcha system. I guess, how do you guys feel about this? Apparently, Warner Brothers uh, had ideas as well for Skate Jam, Golf Jam, and Race Jam, but they are all discarded in favor of this film. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't kick them out of bed because <laughs> they're dumb enough ideas that someone would be able to do something with them that would be entertaining. Not so much Skate Jam. I disagree. But Race Jam? I'd be interested in Race Jam. What kind of racing are we talking about? Like running? Because that's... <laughs> is, it NAS- is it Space Jam for NASCAR? Exactly. Now here's... That's... Hear me out. Ricky Bobby? NASCAR sucks. <laughs> they just drive in a circle and maybe there's a crash. Alienating the fans. Oh boy. So Jeff Gordon quits racing. <laughs> Because he wants to, he wants to to run or something stupid like that. No, 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 no. He quits racing because it's it's not a challenge anymore. He's bi- it's too easy to go in circles. So then the some cartoon characters like, whoa, you don't think racing in an oval is 
challenging anymore, do you? Well, let's make it a little harder. Racetracks a la Speed Racer? No, no, no. Oh my god. You have basketball with Michael Jordan at the top of his game leaving because he, he accomplished everything he could and then the Looney Tunes come along because some alien cartoons are, are trying to take them away. So it's, it's cartoons mixed with that, right? It makes the basketball goofy. Yeah. Million dollar idea here. Two franchises colliding. You got NASCAR. You got somebody walking around. A big, big star from NASCAR leaving because it's just not entertaining to drive in a circle anymore, like you said. Patrick. <laughs> Nintendo comes along. The characters from oh, Nintendo no. for some reason, and it doing? becomes a Mario Kart race. Oh. So then Jeff Gordon has to take everything he's learned, or whoever else has to take whatever they've learned from racing through all the years, and also apply the wacky antics of banana tossing and shells and everything else. Damn it, I'm in. Oh. I, I, I think I like It took far too this. long, but I... God damn it! I would watch that. And that's that's where the that's where the aliens come in. They don't they don't know how to race cars. They just know how to do whatever they do, like Goombas or whatever. And then they steal powers from like Bobby Labonte and like Rusty Wallace. <laughs> and, you, and you cut to them. You cut to them like driving golf carts around, hitting trees, and not being able to like. <laughs> they can't even do go karts because they just lost their lost their ability. Oh. I'd also like to see one alien take from an F1 racer, <laughs> yeah. and then that one yeah. has the problem where it doesn't want to just turn in one direction, it wants to turn in all the directions, and that causes, like, he can't race because he's trying to do all these other things. I would be like, that would be a good joke. But oh my god, this is amazing. Obviously it needs to be workshop. This is amazing. I, see? This is amazing. I told you. I told you. This one would work. Just not with Looney Tunes, but with in the Mario universe with Mario Kart. Yes, yes. Oh my Done. God. See, can we get Bob Haskins back? He's he's dead, Ken. Can we bring him back for this? We can make him into oh, a no. hologram, right? Right. We have deep fakes. Well, if if that was going to be the technology they decided to use for Space Jam, why didn't they just go with Kobe Bryant for this movie? I I don't think the Kobe estate would have done it. Yeah, probably. I mean, not. I mean, they had had Kobe not passed away, I bet you he would have taken the position, and the movie probably would have been better. I would agree. He had more personality, charisma. I know nothing about him. He just seemed like <laughs> he had more charisma. He's less self-absorbed than LeBron is. I don't like him. I don't know anything about him, but I've heard so many stories he's about just, him being self-absorbed. Oh, so I know that at least. It's so bad. I mean, he he gave himself his moniker of King James. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh. question for you, Dan: Was uh, Wayne Knight in the sequel? Um, I don't think so. Was Bill Murray? I don't Bobby Knight being? in the sequel. Bobby Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd put Bobby Knight in there. Constantly throwing chairs, but he's like, an, I don't know if Bobby Knight's still alive. God damn it! It's just Bobby Knight should have been in the WWE. Just the manager of that. I'm concerned looking at the cast list for the new legacy. As oh, thank God he's still alive. I'm not really seeing like any surprises in it or anything. So it just feels like it's a straight-laced movie of just point A to point B, like no fun side characters, no fun like celebrity cameos or anything like that. That's that's. There is one celebrity cameo. It's uh, let me let me get you guys the the clip for it. Ooh. If you see on the cast list. Michael B. Jordan. Yes, yes. Oh, I heard about oh, that. Yeah. I did hear about this. Yeah. Which is a reasonable joke. That's not too terrible. No, no, that's a good joke. It's disappointing. If you're expecting, like, you would think that they would pull the Michael Jordan 
and not Michael B. Jordan. No, not that one. In to be to be the like the cameo that they used him for, it would have it would have felt better instead of just being a flop of a joke. Well, I'd have to see the joke to know if it's a flop of a Give joke. Give me a second. But I think the idea of being like, hey, we got Michael Jordan, and it's instead Michael B. Jordan. That's what that's it is. That's kind of funny. That is kind of funny. Kind of, like yeah, kind of not. Dan doesn't get humor. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, it's just his own brand. He, he told me that he thinks Looney Tunes Back in Action is one of his favorite movies. That's a movie that exists. I've never said that once. Never once. That's a lie. What about the emo Looney Tunes? So the, the, emo uh, emo so Phillips the, the, Looney Tunes? I'm trying to figure out what they were. They were around in like the late 90s or early 2000s or something. My guess would be early Like the 1000s. Dark Tunes or whatever they were. Something like that. They were like space-based. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Like yeah. superheroes. Yeah. Lunatics. Lunatics Unleashed. Yeah, lunatics. the Lunatics. Where Bugs had like the really sharp design. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, screw this thing. <laughs> and Lola Bunny's in there, and she's showing off cleavage, apparently. What the hell is that? What? Oh, my. Maybe this is fan art. I'm going to hope that's fan it's, art. It's, oh, <laughs> okay, no. good. The official one that I... Th- Wait a minute. Maybe that's fan art. <laughs> I don't know what's fan art and what's not anymore. <laughs> what is this sh- <laughs> okay, okay, I do have to me- mention that. I do have to make a comment on that. I feel like this... Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> not official. That's not official. <laughs> okay, I found the clip. I think that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but it's totally wasted. Like they could have brought Jordan. They could have could have done something to get Jordan, but Jordan refused to do it because he didn't want to work with the uh, with LeBron James. Oh, uh, I'm not surprised, but yeah, eh, it, it's fine. I'm also gonna say I I see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see the um the 3D animated stuff and I don't not a fan. Really, I don't really hate it. It looks okay. It's it still kind of has the vibe of the classic look. I'd have to watch more of it to to know if I'm okay. It's with distracting. It. Like I just I don't I don't like the, what they did with the designs for everybody. Rothi, you got to stop with the R34 <laughs> Lola Bunny posts in the text chat. Now you really gotta. Yeah, I just I didn't realize I, I how many thought at this point. I was gonna. Don't, I was gonna don't, actually don't, ask you about that, Dan. I was actually gonna ask you about how 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 the flip flop of things worked out in the new one uh, with LeBron being animated versus being you know just himself with the animated characters. It was weird. Like I don't know how to feel. Like I'm, I, I, I like the idea of cartoonifying somebody, but they don't, they don't give a like good reason to cartoonify him when in the original Space Jam, Michael Jordan could just do things like a cartoon, even though he was real because he was in Toon World, and like in New Legacy, LeBron James gets is taken to Toon World, and Bugs is the only character left. Because WB has pulled all of the characters out of Toon World into their server verse. So they're like digitized and stuff now. Huh. So there's no more risk of falling down a golf hole into, into Looney Tuneville? No. It's kind of sad. Yeah. They move they move the entirety of, of uh, Toon World into the internet instead of being like parallel to r- the real people universe. So they took this. Like it was in. Yeah, so they took this thing that didn't exist, that existed, 
and then they made it not exist outside of existence essentially some some yeah. weird way okay okay they retcon where where the, where the tunes live just for the sake of making it new and edgy because it's got to be technology center yeah they can't live in a hole in the ground anymore they have to live on some weird digital landscape Meh. i don't know i'm not gonna rush to see it cause... but you better it's it's off of uh, hbo max in seven days eight days eh it's going away. I mean, if I do, you if need I see, to see it, it. I see it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a go out and see it. I just we had we had time after after packing before leaving because our flight out of Seattle was super early in the morning and or not out of Seattle, out of Milwaukee to Seattle was super early in the morning, so we didn't really sleep. That I quick threw it on and we watched it. Yeah, because there was nothing else to do. Because like going to sleep was a bad idea. I guess that brings up my last question. So, Looney Tunes, as of, as of, as an IP for the original Space Jam, it had been a while since there's some you know newer material. Yes, you did have Tiny Toon Adventures and things like that going on, but it was still enough of a stretch or close enough, I guess, for parents to be like, "Oh yeah, I love these characters," and get their kids to go see Space Jam and reinvigorate that again. How do you guys feel about reintroducing Looney Tunes now when it's so much further removed and it hasn't been on TV? Kids don't watch cartoons really on TV at this point outside of streaming platforms and things. The movie feels like a cash grab. Like, does anyone even remember Looney Tunes? I don't think you're supposed to watch this because you like Looney Tunes. You're supposed to watch this because as an adult, as a child, you watched the first Space Jam and now you're an adult and a parent, and you are going to take your children to the new Space Jam. Yep. That's all I can think of. That's, that's exactly what this movie is. Well, I guess my other question is, do you guys feel like the first movie was directly responsible for the horrible 90s to 2000s trends of t-shirts of, like, Tweety saying back off and things like that? <laughs> like, just... Like the minions craze, essentially. That, that was early... before this. I forgot about that. How could you? The T-shirts, the the tattoos, the the everything, the everything. It was the minions before minions became a thing. Now minions are on everything that has those quotes. Now you have quotes of like, "If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best." With a minion blushing or something like it's just nonsense. It, it's like come full circle. It used to be Tweety, and now it's a minion, and it's who knows what's going to be next. A squirrel. A squirrel. No, there was a squirrel. That was from Ice Age. Yeah, that works. Scrat never said that. Oh my god. Last one. I just closed the browser. I can't handle any more of this, but I'm going to leave you guys. I'm going to leave you guys that. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> See, I clicked off that tab so I don't have to look at this stuff anymore. <laughs> I was trying really hard to not swear, Rothy. I was trying really hard. <laughs> Since you originally watched Space Jam to now watching it this time around has your feelings about the movie changed no mm. it's it's still an entertaining movie yeah i would agree like there are, there are scenes that i had forgotten about that made me laugh yeah i had completely forgotten about the intro of the movie where michael uh, child michael is shooting baskets it started off as like oh that's right this is how this movie starts yeah I remember that. It's for me. I I hadn't watched this movie in so long. I forgot Bill Murray was in it. I remember Wayne Knight's in it, but I forgot Bill Murray was in the film. So for me, it was like a little like, oh yeah, that's right. And I got excited all over again. But I I don't like the. I I do feel the pacing is awkward. Like 
Ken was saying earlier. It's, it's just like... Aw- yeah, it is a little awkward. It's like, hey, we're practicing basketball for the first time. Go get my, my shoes and shorts. Okay, cool. Here's your shoes and shorts. Next thing, hard cut to a bunch of people in line driving to a stadium and the game's already on. It's like, what? <laughs> and you're like, are, th- are all these people here just to watch them practice basketball? Nope. That's so you'll weird. Have to watch, you'll have to watch New Legacy because it's, it's pretty jarring. <sighs> and then, you know, the tunes... Uh, they, uh... They they get beat up. Then they actually learn how. They actually do their own sort of beating up, and then they get beat up again because they forget how to Looney Tune again. It's just all over the place in that actual basketball game. However, watching it as a child, great, a lot of fun. Watching it as an adult, I still had a good time watching this movie. It's just a few more things resonated weird with me this time around. Yeah, I caught some things that I never did catch before, or things that were funny as an adult that weren't funny as a kid, or just didn't register as a joke as a kid. And then vice versa. Some things I thought were funny as a kid, I didn't laugh at now, but yeah, overall, it's still stuck. How about you, Joe? How'd you, how did you feel about your first time watching this movie? Having thought that it was not going to be anything I'd be entertained by, and just skipping it, uh, and then watching it now... I, I give it a passable grade. Uh, it's not something that I was so bored I shut it off or anything. It wasn't something that I'm, you know, rolling around and feeling my life has changed after watching it. But uh, <laughs> I chuckled. The price was right to rent it. I mean, it was okay. I give, I give it a, it's an okay movie. It's a good descriptor, Joe. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that works. Having coming from coming from somebody who like grew up with it, and then and then having Joe who's never seen it up until this point, there's there's no nostalgia tied to the movie for him at all. So that's that yeah that works. It's definitely different walks of life. I had the poster of the split face, you know, Bugs on the left and Jordan on the right, Space Jam Jordan poster on, on my right. yep. yeah, I had that on my door for the longest time growing up. <laughs> like it's just to hear people who hadn't seen it, it just feels so otherworldly to me. It's like what you've never seen Space Jam. So it's, it's fun. It's fun getting into this. Around this time in my life, I was watching um, The State on MTV, and that was my comedy like well that I was drinking from on a daily or weekly basis. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I was in a different place. Absolutely. Different place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, do you think this movie can survive today with, out nostalgia, or do you think it's dependent on nostalgia for being... We just asked you Compared that, Compared to New Legacy, yes. Because New Legacy does it so poorly. Yeah. I think the hard part, specifically, is the hype. When we were kids and this came out, Michael Jordan was in his absolute prime. It was like, that was the big draw to the movie. It's like, holy shit, Michael Jordan's in a movie with Looney Tunes. That's crazy, we gotta go see it. Coming back, what, 30 years later now? <laughs> almost? Um, oh, no. Almost 30 years later and being like... Can we call it 25 years later? Yeah, let's, let's just do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, coming back almost that long and y- you almost have to tell kids why Michael Jordan is so famous. You almost have to like fill them in as to who Michael Jordan even is. Because he's not around, he's not doing anything. Unless they hear from other people. His shoes, sure, but... I think that's about all people have to reference him by these days. Yeah, so it's it's not like this massive cultural thing. It was a massive storm when the movie came out because obviously everything was happening at that time. Now coming to it, you know, that far away from it, that far removed, having to explain the entire essentially 
background of the characters that are in it and the actors that are in it, it's a little rough. Other than that, I think the movie does stand on its own. It's just the only confusing thing I could see is kids being like, who's Michael Jordan? It's so weird thinking people saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is weird. It's a good thing that they start off the movie with a montage of who Michael Jordan is. That is oh, yeah. that is well done. Yeah. See, right off the right off the bat, you get the sense that he's a he's a really really good basketball player. It's just he's not dominating newspapers and headlines, and not everybody in the schools are talking about him or wearing t-shirts with him or wearing bowl shirts and stuff like that on a daily basis. Not anymore. Yeah. So it's it's not like you're surrounded by this massive mega cultural icon, and all of a sudden Poofy's in a movie. It's like who was that guy? Well, that's. <laughs> that was the issue that I had with picking LeBron. Like, he's not an icon. To you. Yeah, I, I know him by name. He's just... I know he's a big basketball player, and a lot of people really enjoy him, but I don't know. It's just, it's not the same. And I think someone who's used to movies coming out today could watch Space Jam, the original one, 1996, without feeling like it's too dated. I think it it looks pretty good in I believe I watched it in HD. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. So, I think it holds up for visuals and I think the Looney Tunes maybe are not as popular as they used to be, but are still known enough to be a thing. Um and I like I said, I don't think it's going to blow anyone's mind, but I think it can survive on its own without nostalgia. It just won't be as exciting for the new viewers than it is for the people who had it as a child. That nostalgia is really... This is one of those, I, from everyone who I've heard that loves Space, Space Jam, it's because they saw it as a kid. Yeah, and I, I'd say that's a very fair assessment. And I definitely have my movies that I love that are not good or anything like that. But since I, since I saw them as a kid, oh, uh, they're in. Yup, same here. I'm dead. Same here. I was just thinking about this the other day when I went to go watch uh, Congo for the first time in like two years, three years. <laughs> I love Congo. I grew up with Congo. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, man, I can't wait. I hope we get to get into the 90s a little bit more and hit up Congo. So, it's coming. Actually, hey, Space Jam was 95. Congo's 95. N- 96. 96. Congo's 96? Oh, man. No, Space we, Jam's 96. So, I, I have to say, we broke our soft barrier for movies for Space Jam. Ooh, oh, we blew right past Jurassic Park. We broke that membrane to get to this one. Oh no. We we broke the soft barrier. Does that mean we can start creeping past 94, 95? I don't know, but we'll have possibilities. It'll happen eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, the movies that we have to look forward that we have to look forward to recording, we have Ghostbusters. Yep. Yay! Because Afterlife is coming out. That is we true. Have Dune, because mm-hmm. Dune's coming out in December. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, what else? I just had this. I just had the same thought process, and there was a third movie that I was thinking of putting. Oh, there's a, there's a new Land Before Time movie coming out, so we could watch all the Land Before Times and get caught up. I don't have that kind of time. Oh, just one of them. <laughs> twelve <laughs> movies worth of Land Before Time, or something. Oh no, they're they're past that I now. Think it's yeah. Seventeen. I think this is the eighteenth movie coming out, or something like that. Good lord. <laughs> I'm looking it up. They're all shorted ducky. Okay, this is the first time I've ever seen this. For a movie on Wikipedia, there is a spreadsheet of the list of films. Oh. I, I see that for episodes, for shows and stuff, but never for a movie franchise. Yeah. Yeah, there are... Apparently there's only 14. Yeah, 14 movies. That's just... Wow. Wasn't far off. I was... <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. Closest without going over, I guess. Supposedly there was another one, though. There is... There is... 
there was a 15th called something along the lines of uh, Journey to Sharptooth Mountain or something like that. So it was in production or something along those lines. So supposedly it's coming, but that is one franchise that will probably never die. When are we doing our next one? The, the Newsies. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that's since I was like grade school. I've never seen Newsies. I haven't seen that since like earlier this year. Well, that was... Uh, what we watch? Space Jam! <laughs> Shove through a membrane... Wait, I did that the first time. Balled uh, up and slammed through a hoop. Oh, there we, we go. took those monsters to the court and drove them to the hole and slammed the rock and won the game. We stretched our arm out all cartoony and slammed oh, a rock. Space Jam! <laughs> so... Come back in two weeks when we rewind the movie, the 25th event, uh, anniversary, apparently. Oh, 35th, 35th. 35th anniversary of the movie, <laughs> The Transformers, the movie. So come back when we rewind again. Did they make that noise in the original? Yes, they did. Yes. Awesome. They were all...